BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Tuesday. Hey, Jax, how you doing? I'm darn good on this Tuesday. Not as good as I was darn yesterday because Brutaru isn't here. And it was just so special. I, all day yesterday, I was just riding this high mm -hmm. of, you know, brew in the studio. Relishing in the, all the positive energy. Yeah, and just like really feeling proud of my boy, you mm -hmm. know? So today we have no brew, no do. That's surprising. Mom's busy. Mom's busy. Okay. Oh, yeah. You're going places after mm -hmm. this. So we miss our boys, really. We them boys and we making noise. Yeah. So other than that, I'm doing really well. Yesterday was a very busy but productive day for moi and can't complain. Me neither. I mean, I, I could, but I won't. I mean, I could because it's still like it's a scorcher <sighs> so again. Hot. So I'm wearing shorts, but it's freezing in the studio. So I'm wearing a blanket. So I look like a schlub. Like you just can't win in August. You can't. There's no winning in August. Except the song August. That's yeah. the only saving grace. Have you even listened to it in August? Of course. I, I just even feel like it's not even the vibe. By the way, I totally listened to the first go around of Reverie yesterday because Margot texted me. I don't know if she listened to the toast because she definitely didn't. But she was like, I'm begging you. Like, you need to sit with this album. And I'm like, okay. So I was reading a book and I put it on the background and I honestly missed the whole thing because I was like in the book, you know? Right. Yeah. No. That Reading and listening to music sounds like a good idea, but it's really not. Unless it's an album you've already loved with. Like, honestly, I think Evermore is the perfect reading album to listen to. Yeah. But it just gets... In the Lines way. get crossed, you know? So I finished... People we meet on vacation yes. yesterday. And like you really didn't like it. So I was like, I know I'm not going to like it because we have very similar tastes and you're always recommending books to me. And I actually like enjoyed it. It was fine. It was like nothing crazy. It wasn't great. I don't think I'll continue taking book recommendations from TikTok because people like were hyping this book up like it was the last book on earth. And even though it was really sweet and there were moments I laughed and I was involved, I couldn't tell you what the point of the book was. Like literally it was just like a love, like it I don't want to spoil it, but like literally nothing happened. Yeah. And so it was really long and I was like, okay, waiting for the twist or waiting for something to happen. And there's this whole thing like, we don't talk about what happened on our trip in Croatia. We don't talk about what happened. And then at the end, you find out what happened on their trip in Croatia and you really feel like you wasted six hours of your life. Like you're like, this is what it's about. Still unclear why the book is called People We Meet on Vacation. Irrelevant to the subject matter. Somebody told me that the column she writes at her magazine is called People We Meet on Vacation. And if that's true, I missed that whole fact. And they, they missed that. Fact. Yeah. Um, so I don't really, like, I What's just so can't tell you like, why, what the point like, of the book is. You're like, the book wasn't that bad. I kind of enjoyed it. I laughed here and there. And I'm like, I really didn't like the book. I wouldn't recommend it, blah, blah, blah. But we both Have gave the it the same, same reason. Rating. No, we both gave it the same rating, which is a three. Yeah, I gave it a three. I rated a three and you rated a three. So like, we just, I guess our rating scales mean different things. Yeah, because if something's really bad, you're going to give it a three. Well, yeah, this is my scale. One means I didn't finish it and I wouldn't even rate a book a one. I wouldn't rate a book that I didn't finish. 
Two means I finished this book and it pained me every step of the way. I really didn't want to finish it. I just really got through it just to see what happened and, and didn't even make up for the time I spent on it. Rarely happens. Three, not great, not bad. I read the book, had moments of enjoyment, but not great. Four, really, really good. Enjoyed my time with this book. Five, will be telling all of my friends and family, everyone has to read this book. I never wanted it to end. Good times. Okay, so mine is not that similar. I don't have ones or twos either because like there are plenty of books, We Were Liars, I started. That probably would have been one, but I didn't finish it, so I don't grade it. So I really start with three, and I don't have many threes. Threes is like this book sucks, but it was finishable. Yeah. Finishable. No, so now that I think about it, it's like one, very bad. Two, bad. Three, meh. Four, good. Five, very good. Okay, so for me... Three is like not great, but finishable. Four is like so, 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 so good, but like not like missing one little thing, you know, because then when I compare it to my five star books, like I remember my, I feel like I've read a lot of four star books and I don't even remember them. They were just like fun times. But then there are books that stick with you forever, like Evelyn Hugo, um, Luckiest Girl, Luckiest Girl Alive, if we were the one, what's it called? If Before We Were Strangers. No, Colleen Hoover. It ends with us. Um, so there's a few that like stick with you forever and those are the five stars but for the most part like the books I read and I like are fours yeah same okay so we have the pretty much the same same scale so I just feel like nobody really needs to read people we meet on vacation people we meet on vacation because first of all she didn't meet anyone on vacation like can't stress it's that enough literally the opposite of that. nope they met in college and two um it was just really long and pointless did but you, it was like a, she, I liked her writing style. Like, Did you read Beach Read by the same author? No, but I've heard that I need to. But now I'm feeling discouraged. It's good. Okay. And it's so much better. I, I read it last summer. I really liked it, which is why I even read People We Meet on Vacation. Okay. Which I feel like, which is why people loved Beach Read. People We Meet on Vacation was like very, you know, highly anticipated. Yeah. I feel like it's the same thing for Malibu Rising. N- no, because Taylor Jenkins Reed is like, has this whole world going on that yeah. she's like built. Sorry. Did she write Daisy Jones? Yeah. Hated that book. Oh, I liked it, but I understand why you didn't. Um, so that's the book news. That's the book news. I'm still reading my book, Rules of Civility, which I'm really enjoying. And I wanted to recommend another book to you. Oh, but also we have to talk about the Morgan Library. The Morgan Library. I got a DM from them, too. Oh, my God. They reached out to me, and I guess Claudia, too, like saying if we wanted to come, come through. Like they'd love to set up like a tour. We've got to go. They didn't say like anything about it tour to me they were my like, message was a little longer than yours oh interesting what were they offering um i didn't read Morgan it because i just ladders. saw it i don't know if we get to touch the Morgan ladders no sonia didn't allow it no 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 i think that's forbidden no but i would love you know a private tour um but we should definitely go totally okay cool we'll send the photos i'm so like every time i get a dm from someone like or something Verified. that's so exciting no 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 that's like just like oh my god i'm so excited i screenshot it i send it to my family and then I forget to respond. Totally. Every single time. Totally. Every single I haven't responded to Morgan Library, even though, like, why wouldn't I? Not the Morgan Library. Not the Morgan Ladders. Oh, that sucks. Okay, yeah, we need to respond. Um, but the other thing I wanted to say, the Morgan Library. Oh, did you watch Bachelor in Paradise? I did. I didn't, and I just feel so, even reading that not great book was better than watching that show. So I watched it. I didn't mind last night's episode, but at the end of the episode, it became clear to me that it's perhaps going to be my, that was my last episode that I watched. Mm. I'll give a little review and actually the drama of the episode like it was actually pretty dramatic dramatic there was some tea and shit but then like that was buttoned up um my favorite person went home Me too. and next week's ep- i mean sorry tonight's episode 
again? Yeah, it's Monday and Tuesday. Tonight's episode, like, the, it looks like drama. The boys are, like, fighting. He's running through the sand. I There was not one element of, like, tomorrow night that looked interesting to me at all. So I, and also, also, I mean, I'll wait till the recap. But as a rose ceremony, there was only one person who, it was, like, unclear who his rose was going to go to. Everyone else, like, looks like they're about to get engaged. Wow. So I just feel like it's all kind of done. Totally. You know what I mean? And like new guys are coming in and there's going to be drama because like if someone invites you on a date, even if you're vibing with someone else, like you go on that date. And if it's like a beautiful sunset horseback riding moment, like you kiss on that date and it's not a big deal. Then you go right. home and you, if you like the other person better, then you go back to your person. So I just feel like everybody's going to wind up with the same people. I swear all these people are going to get engaged. Fabulous. Yeah. So I just like felt like, the show is over. Well, you'll have to explain to me like what happened because uh, I just I couldn't do it. I will explain to you what happened because I think you'll actually be interested in this particular drama. And that'll be in the TV recap segment. Yes, but I guess without further ado, do 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 do. Where are you? Not here, as we discussed um, very tragically, actually, that neither do nor brew could attend today. Moment of silence for the ooze. Just move on with the show. I can't because once I start thinking about these precious men. All right, then I'll do it. Here are the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. Wow, that felt good. Okay, pretty good. I didn't know if you had it in you. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Hydro Jug. Hydration made easy. So there's so many benefits of drinking water. Um, I'm famously known for having a really hard time drinking water, but whenever I do, I feel like I have improved energy. It can curb your appetite. It gives mental clarity. It gives you clear skin and just overall wellness. But over 75% of Americans are dehydrated and water is crucial to your health. Every cell and tissue inside your body requires water to function and not just any amount of water, but a gallon a day could really make a huge impact on your overall health. So enter the hydro drug, which is a fabulous water bottle that will help you stay on track drinking as much water as you can per day it holds a half a gallon of water it is a leak proof seal leak proof seal excuse me the uh, mouth is very wide in the opening it has a carry loop an integrated handle a measurement scale it's also bpa free and dishwasher safe so it's shatterproof and it comes with a sleeve that insulates your water and it protects your hydro drug the sleeve so it has two pockets also we could throw your phone in there it's like a purse you know you throw your keys in there it's fabulous and it really just does keep you on track and I feel like when I'm in that you know a good like wave of drinking a lot of water like it really does oh my god the benefits are you know it's the cure to life it really. is water is the key to life and I love the hydro jug because one it's the perfect size of water bottle you're, you're getting so much water if you drink the whole thing in a day like you're in a really good spot but you can still carry it around with you and you know if you're out all day like you need to be drinking water all day so it's perfect it comes in the cutest colors there's like a color for everyone I have a purple one and a pink one and I love it so much and, I, and it also kind of like gamifies drinking water it's like am I gonna hit my goal for the day and it's really just a fun way to drink more water which everyone should because it's literally like will literally solve your problems clear your acne and allegedly pay your bills you can check hydro jug out at the and use the discount code toast to get 10 percent off your order today the hype is real hydro drugs are changing the game for anyone on the go so that's code toast at the to get that 10 percent off today and start hydrating in style enjoy you guys start hydrating you too missy i know <laughs> yeah i'm on it <laughs> Okay, first story, some exciting music news. Casey Musgraves announces her new album and film, Starcrossed. She shared her new song as well as a little trailer for the album, visual album, starring... It's like a movie. It's like, no, it seemed like different music videos for different songs. It said album and film 
I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but average fashion blogger is in it. And, and that just made my day. And the girl we were literally talking about yesterday from Hacks, the assistant, Meg Stalter. Salter, I think her name is. Oh, oh, the assistant. Okay, yeah. not the, not the. No, young, not the girl. Okay, because I was like, I, Ava was yeah, her yeah, name, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, the assistant who we were just talking oh, about. Amazing. I told I you, she's like an internet like thing. Got it. I didn't even see her because I was just like so happy for Corny. Me too. Also, we need to talk about the song. Yeah. The visuals that we're seeing, and then of course, like the Corny of it all. Let's start positive. Okay. The visuals are stunning. She has a very unique aesthetic. It's very dime store cowgirl, rhinestone cowboy. Like, it's. It's so unique and it's so her and I really trust her vision when it comes to like aesthetics and outfits and it's the church and the rodeo like it's great. But I did listen to the song. Me too. Star crossed and it's not my vibe. Okay, I like the song. I obviously it's not a bop. I do think it's like the perfect and it's also like not very long. It feels like sort of a prelude mm-hmm. to the album. So I feel like and it's very even specific. Like yesterday I signed the papers. I gave you your name back. You moved out of the house. It's like, yeah. you know, there's no having to read between the lines here. Totally. And I feel like she's setting us up for this era. I feel like it's more so like um maybe like an educational briefer than like I'm listening to this on the radio even though I found it to be like a very beautiful song but uh, again like not a bop it's not gonna be like blasting through your speakers but I just felt it was it it felt like a a prelude to an album yeah I guess the thing for me is that I take a lot of pride in being like a day one Casey Musgrave stan and I know in this family we have uh you know we we disagree about like who invented but like I know for a hundred percent fact like I invented Casey Musgraves in this family and I feel very protective over her and I think the reason why I initially connected with her was obviously I love country music and she had her own spin on country and it was so like every lyric was so poignant and it was just so great and so different and so like never been done and then with her most recent album it really wasn't even that country but it was I was so on board with it and I loved it and I just feel like she's just getting further and further away from that initial thing that I loved about her. And of course, she doesn't have to stay that because of me and people evolve and her styles evolve. But I just was really drawn to that. And this just is so different that I'm struggling. Yeah, she's definitely leaning more into, you know, the... Alternative space. Oh, yeah, because that... And I think that's really who she is. Me too. She's also a dime store cowgirl. And so that will always be like a part of her and her music. But she's... With every album, she's like modernizing more and more I I think she has a great sound no matter what she's doing and I just I think she's so talented that it's just interesting to see what she wants to do next you know but I understand I, she's I, a visionary. I recognize like it's not same trailer different park like no it's those not days are over no and her first three albums were literally like just extensions of one another like same trailer different park which was so beautiful then um pageant, pageant. material and then she made a Christmas album, right? So maybe it was just the first two albums that were like very much a continuation of one another. Like any of the songs were really like interchangeable. Um, and I just loved that sound. And I feel like I evolved with her through Golden Hour. And Golden Hour is a, a, a miracle. It's It's so stunning. So I do trust her vision. I'm sure I'll end up liking it. But it just feels like a lot of change. You know me, I'm a creature of habit. Like I, it's hard. I understand. It doesn't feel like that much change. It feels like a, ne- a natural next step, but 
if you're waiting for Dimes for Cower Girl, yeah, I could imagine how it's like no, I just, very stark. I think for like, no, I'm not saying that this is you, but like for bandwagon people who learned about Casey from Golden Hour, I'm not saying, I, I'm not was, saying this is you. Okay. Like for people who learned about Casey through Golden Hour because it was so successful and then it went album of the year and she just like became so famous in that time, this probably feels like, you know, of course, but they don't know the okay, real so Casey. Okay, so then how would you explain my POV? I've been there since. You're an open-minded person. Thank you. I'm admittedly not. Like I'm, if something changed, like I've actually only recently discovered that I am the definition of a creature of habit. Like I order the same thing in for dinner every night. I have the same like four meals in rotation. I really never cut my hair or do anything crazy. I use the same makeup every day. I wear the same, like I really am very change averse. And I think that applies to my music as well. I'm learning so much about myself. Understood. Well, if you think about it from Casey's point of view, she put out Dimes for Cowgirl pageant material. I'm sure she put her heart and soul into those albums, like her Nana's voicemails on it and everything. Literally. And like it was just pretty much wholly ignored. And then she puts out Golden Hour and is like has this new sound, this new vibe, and it's the toast of the town. So like why wouldn't she do that again? Because it's just, you know what, it's this culture of people pretending like country music isn't good. And I'm so sick of it. And you know what? If you are a Casey stan and you don't know songs from Same Trailer, Different Park, or pageant material, you, my friend, are fraudulent. Yeah, that's right. Fraudulent. And I implore you to go do some research, okay? Educate yourself. Do better. Okay, well, this is what we have. I'm excited. I'm I don't embrace- want to be negative. I'm embracing it. I'm just, I'm having a hard time with change. I know, but like, what... In what world did you expect what was coming next to sound like the first album? No, I knew we We knew it was going to be more golden than Golden Hour. A hundred percent. I knew that. I knew that. And, you know, I knew it. But you're still disappointed. I'm not disappointed at all. I didn't like that song, but I'm not going to like every song someone releases. Like, it's just... I'm, I'm nervous, okay? I'm conflict-averse. I'm okay. a creature of habit. Let's talk about even more positives, which is, like, obviously the aesthetics of the video, like, looks so sickening. Can't wait for all of that. Average fashion blogger makes a cameo as, like, some sort of bridezilla, which was just such a treat for the viewers. I literally screenshotted it, and I sent it to you guys because she's, like, in this, like, insane, like, gar- like, hairstyle garb. And I'm like, is this corny? And you guys were like, I think so. I'm like, no, no, I think it's corny. And it Honestly, is... Honestly, okay, so you you sent that, and I was like, what's that from? And you said, new JC. And I assumed... Oh, I don't I, know how to no, type. And I assumed that it was, um, like, JC was, like, a TikTok, like, star or something that I just totally missed or whatever. And then, the, like, an hour later, <laughs> I, an hour later, I, like, went to listen to the new Casey and watch the video, and I saw her. I'm like, oh, this bitch meant new Casey. I really have such... I cannot <laughs> type. It's so bad. And I think I've only recently learned it because we've been doing so much, like, text messaging about important things, like, ever since we launched Spritz, which, by the way, Code Toast is 20% off, and today's the last day because then tomorrow it goes to 10% for, like, the rest of our lives. So... 20% off the variety pack, code toast, spritzsociety.com slash toast. I meant to tell you guys that yesterday. I'm sorry. Today's the last day that the code is 20%. So get your variety packs. Like, <clears throat> enjoy them this weekend. Second to last weekend of summer. You They'll ship really fast. Yeah. Okay. So what I was saying was, like, we've been texting so much in all these group chats with our agencies. And, like, I've been realizing, like, the way you type is not okay. Like, with you guys, I'm always just like, asterisk, asterisk. No, like, Claudia sends a text, and then we're like, and now for the English version, please. <laughs> I cannot type. And I've been doing diction a lot. But also, like, she fucks with me, too. Like, so I actually didn't even realize I said JC. 
Yeah, and I didn't even question it. I was like, oh, I'm just old, and JC's like this new popping person on TikTok. I'm dying that's working that you with thought average that. fashion blogger. And then I was ready to watch a video for myself, and I was like, oh, new Casey. Yeah, sorry about that. That's totally my fault. Because like that's why I didn't have a reaction in the chat because I was like, I guess I just don't know Jay Z. Oh but my I'm, god, that's but I'm so happy for Corny. Me too. By the way, she's so funny. I just like love when people who are nice and talented like get what they deserve. A hundred percent. She's so the real deal. She's if you don't. If you're the one person out there who doesn't follow her, like, treat yourself. Treat yourself. She's just so hysterical, and I'm so happy. And I'm excited to see her her work. Me too. And it's, it's on Paramount Plus, which is so interesting, because I thought Casey was an Amazon Prime video girl, you know, with the whole it's Christmas special. It's on Paramount Plus? Yeah. Is it out yet? September 10th. Oh, my God. Really confused. So she's, like, really making a movie? Yes. I'm so confused. Me but okay, too. Sure. I'll watch it. Yeah. She really does have like an amazing eye. Her Christmas special was so gorgeous. And that was totally like her POV. Like it was like a kaleidoscope of Casey Musgrave. So I trust her. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. Okay. Are you ready to switch gears a little bit mm-hmm. to some new couple news? Mm-hmm. Channing Tatum and Zoe Kravitz have been spotted around NYC on another one of his bicycles. How weird is this? Like So random, but like they've been popping up a lot this week. Just like, I guess it's like, you know, when you go out with someone once and you just like can't stop seeing them and you yeah. just want to see him every day and ride his bicycle. Um, and they're like having nice coffee and laughing and just being pretty fabulous. And so at first I was like, Okay. And now I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's literally a TikTok sound. Really? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) You've got to get on TikTok, Jackie. Like, it's killing me. Like, we are so simpatico. And this is, like, the one thing we, like, you don't know what I'm saying any of the times. Okay. Also, I don't know if any of you who don't have TikTok have experienced this, but now when people send me TikToks over text, I can't even watch them in Safari anymore. They changed it. It's like a little bar, and I can only open it by downloading the app. So they totally fucked me. They fucked you. But like literally yesterday, I made the best TikTok reference and it just like slid it in on the show and you didn't even know. You know, it was good. I uh, liked the beat. Like you don't even know what I'm saying and it's so frustrating. Here's the thing. Like. The thing is. The thing is, I deleted TikTok a while ago and now it's like, I already feel like I spend too much time on my phone. If I download TikTok, that's adding at least two hours of screen time to my average screen time. It's so worth it though. It's not. It's, it's just like. I think it's healthiest for me to not be on TikTok. We'll reevaluate. Okay. I just, it would be so much screen time. It's so exciting. And sometimes I'm on my phone, like, and I feel like I'm using my phone too much and I have nothing to even do. So I'm like, put it down, bitch. But if I had something to do, like, I wouldn't put it down. Yeah, but like, you're the queen, like, sending around reels. And I just want to let you know, like, for our brand, you can't be doing that. Who do I send reels to? Me. You literally sent me, like, three yesterday. What are you referring to? (laughs) I only send reels when it's, like, cute cavaliers. You send plenty of reels. I just want to let you know. It doesn't feel like that to me. Um, what was the story? Oh, Channing. So I just have to say. And Zoe. I know that you were like a really big fan of him and Jesse, Jesse J. And I agree. And so like while I am mourning this couple. And I do think that this couple's super cute. I kind of feel like Zoe Kravitz is like a little too good for him. Yeah. No, she is. Like He's like turning into a loser. First of all, he's not to make this about age. He's 41. Like, which I didn't know. And she's 32. That's not, that's not no, bad. No, no, it's, but like, he's like, and he's just like so, like corny. Like the magic mic and like, he's like tacky. <laughs> and she <laughs> no, 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 is no, like, like cheesy. Cheesy, yes. But I love him. And like, she is Grace him. Met no, Gala. No, she is like the coolest girl in the world. Yeah. But, you know, 
that, but that's also kind of what makes it cute. And I like, the agree. fact that, like, I don't know what he usually dresses like in his personal life, but he's clearly, like, trying, trying to be cool. To be cool. It's, like, extremely sweet. Yeah. And so that's why at first I was like, oh, no. But now I'm like, oh, no. I don't know. I'm just feeling like my perception of Channing Tatum is constantly evolving. And, like, I really like to live in a space where Channing Tatum is still, like, 19 and she's the man. And, like, that's my Nothing but respect for my Channing Tatum. Yeah. Um, but then he moved into this, like, step up, like, Jenna Dewan phase. And he was totally irrelevant to me. Like, I never watched those movies. And, like, I just find I found his dancing to be cringy. Like, I did. I'm sorry. And then they were, like, the dancing couple. And it was just, like, I, I didn't really associate with them at all. And then when they broke up, I'm like, ooh, hot man's on the market. And, like, the Jesse J of it all really was, like, a wonderful pairing. And now I just feel like he's kind of social climbing his way, like, back to the top. Because he is, like, irrelevant. Yeah, but he's also really successful. Like, think like think of like Twenty One Drum Street and Twenty Two. You oh, know, yeah. Like he's also really funny, and so I could just see him like at Thanksgiving with Zoe and Jason, Momoa, and, and Mama, and Mama and Lenny, and like I really like that for him. Like he deserves happiness too. Yeah. And like Jenna Dwan has moved on every way. Yeah. And so like I'm I'm happy to see. I don't think he's social climbing because I I don't think. I don't think that would work for him if, if this were not genuine, but it, I think there's a genuine connection. Like, sh- he's making her laugh. No, me too. I just feel like, come on, Zoe, like, we can do better. No, but, like, the heart wants what it wants. And the heart wants magic mind. And also, like, I, I just don't feel like Channing Tatum should be have to be such a hard sell for us. Like, he's, at one point of his life, like, a heartthrob. Yeah, no, that's true, that's and true. And he does have a lot of success, so it's not like, so maybe he's not where he was, but, like, you know, he's... He's got assets. It's just crazy because, like, for me, like, Zoe Kravitz is one, like, one of, if not the most eligible women in Hollywood. Like, she's so cool. Her family's so cool. She's stunning. She's, like, on every magazine. Like, and, like, I don't know. It just, it's an interesting pairing. That's what I'll say. It is. And I officially ship. Wow. Doesn't take a lot for you. No, it doesn't. I just, I love to see, you know, love. And I love, I, I just like to see new couples i just like to say i'm just being negative like i do like them i just think it's interesting yeah no i'm not building a ship not yet okay i'm gonna build like a little ship you know i don't know if this is a story because it's like i feel like no one cares but irena shake and kanye like broke up officially oh i i didn't like i thought that already happened i thought that already happened too but our next story is about kanye so revealing drake's address no it's about him rebuilding his childhood home for the donda listening party the rapper is rebuilding his childhood home in the middle of Chicago Soldier Field, where he'll be playing his forthcoming album on Thursday, according to online photos snapped from inside the stadium. He wiped his entire account over the weekend on Instagram and began uploading photos having only to do with Donda and kicked off with a photo of the home he once shared with his beloved late mother, who the album is named after. That's really cute. Really cute. So we're moving towards Forward. a Donda release date. Well, I guess we're doing another Donda listening party at a different stadium. I wonder yeah. if he'll sleep there as well. Yeah. And then who knows? Who knows? Well, the other thing I wanted to say was like, so there's been this like weird Drake Kanye fight for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kanye posted on Instagram, like a, a map of a, it's like, you know how you can look through your phone and see where you took a photo. Yeah. And he had a photo of him playing basketball at Drake's house and it's like the map literally showing people where Drake's house is. And everyone's like, you leaked his address. But celebrity addresses like are public information. So I don't know if it's like that big of a deal. I don't know if Drake has to move. But everyone's now wondering if like now this is a reignited feud because they've been pretty quiet for a while. Got it. But then I saw something that was like 
Drake, Drake laughing. Drake laughing because it wasn't even his address or something. Well, he just put up an Instagram story in response to it. Like, he was in the back of, like, a Rolls Royce just, like, laughing into his camera. He did look like a freak. Um, I hate when people do that. Like, <laughs> um, so I don't know, like, what that means. I didn't get, like, a translation. So either he's, like, okay with it or, like, he's, like, oh, crazy Kanye again. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know either, but all it just, like, makes me think about is the fact that, like... Kiki, yeah. do you love me? How you riding? Say you never, ever leave on beside me. Because I want you, and I need you, and I'm down for you. And what was so crazy is, like, the whole world was singing that song, just like, Kiki. No and one then, was singing anything no of it. No one was singing anything, and then, like... The rumors started circulating that, like, Kiki is about Kim. No, and then and Kanye like, made that video, like, Drake, how would you feel if I made a song, Riri, Do You Love Me? And I was like, oh, my God, this is about Keeks. This is about Aunt Keeks. Aunt Keeks. Like, which is crazy. But is it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And then there was, like, a song lyric right, about, like, making two yeah, rights. Yeah, and that's how you get from Drake's house. To, to Kanye's house, and uh, to Kim's house in Hollywood Hills, yeah. So, like, that was just, that sort of lives in my mind rent-free. Me too. And I'm, there's so much ambiguity, like, about this feud. There are certain feuds, like, I could tell you, you know, the origin. And this is just, I feel like, a deep-rooted. You know, it also has to do with the fact that, like, Drake had a baby, and, like, nobody knew about it, and Kanye told everyone. Some mm. shit like that. yeah. There's a lot of, I think there's a lot we don't know. So we can't. History. So without all the facts, I just can't. And you know how much it pains us to talk about things when we don't have full context here at the Morning Toast. It so. really, really does. So it's actually a policy of ours. <laughs> we won't do it. Are you ready for our next story, which is a little health news? A little health news, perfectly brought to you by Chirp. Yes. A brand dedicated to helping the world feel good so they can do more of the stuff that they love. They're all about feel good, do more. Chirp is creating simple, innovative, and effective pain relief and prevention solutions, and they started with a revolutionary wheel for back pain, but they're just getting started. If you have back pain, you guys know, like in COVID, I became like a grandmother, and I developed back problems. Like I throw my back out, I have back spasms, and it's just... It's the worst thing. It's so painfully like debilitating. You really can't do anything. And there's really never been a brand that's like fully dedicated to helping people out with their back pain until Chirp. They prevent millions of Americans from they back pain prevents millions of Americans from feeling their best. And when they don't feel their best, they're limited to what they can do. But Chirp can help fix that with their patent pending spinal canal and three different pressure options to choose from. Chirp will help your back feel better so you can be back to doing what you love in no time. I actually have the uh, spinal canal um, product and it's crazy. First of all, I don't really feel like I have any or I know of any brands that are fully committed to like attacking back pain and chirp is just that and their products they feel like it's crazy like if you have back pain i really feel like you'll enjoy it yeah we and have one here at the studio and then we also have them in our individual homes because we're just always you know complaining about our pain but also but it really alleviates it does and the thing that i like is like i have a very low tolerance for like pressure or pain so they come with um different pressure sizes gentle medium and deep i of course went with the gentle but like ben can do the deep one um which i really like so the spinal canal comforts your spine as the wheel gives your back a unique four-way stretch and each of the wheels can hold up to 500 pounds and they can be nestled together for easy travel to take with you wherever you go it's really a game-changing product and if you want to check it out get 10 percent off the site use code toast gochirp.com is the website and code is toast for 10 percent off site wide gochirp.com promo code toast thank you claudia our next story is a little health news apparently eating one hot dog 
takes 30 minutes off of your life, a study suggests. You're kidding! Researchers released a nutritional index this week aiming to inform guidelines and help Americans achieve healthier and more environmentally stable diets. The index ranked foods by minutes gained or lost off healthy life per serving, with processed meats and sugary drinks among the biggest offenders. What's a sugary drink? Not like a Diet Coke, right? A soda. But I'm sure... uh, There's uh, no sugar in Diet Coke. No, no. Right, but there's fake sugar, which I'm sure poses a different issue. Yeah, aspartame. Yeah. Findings included over 5,000 foods in the U.S. diet classified by health burden and environmental impacts. We use the results to inform marginal dietary substitutions, which are realistic and feasible. We find that small, targeted food-level substitutions can achieve compelling nutritional benefits and environmental impact reductions. I just want to say... Sugary drinks, hot dogs, burgers, and breakfast sandwiches were linked with the most minutes of healthy life lost. Okay, I just want to say, like... Whereas fruit, non-starchy and mixed vegetables, ready-to-eat cereals, and cooked grains were associated with the largest gains. Cereal? For every hot dog you eat, you have a piece of fruit. You balance Balance. out your lifespan. I just want to say, like, finally being a picky eater works to my benefit. I've never eaten a hot dog in my life. Never even taken a bite of one. Oh, you've missed out. They're disgusting looking. I'll have a burger maybe once a year. Really. Like, I don't really have a lot of burgers. Never had a breakfast sandwich in my life. Yeah, never. And what was the other one? The other one was sugary drinks. Okay, they got me there. But, like, what's considered a sugary sugary drink? drink? Like, I like Gatorade. Is that oh, sugary? Yeah, for sure. But you don't like, it's not like that's part of your daily routine. No, no, not part of my daily routine. But like drinking Diet Coke and Diet Pepsi is. They didn't specify on diet. I, th- I don't think that has to do with sugary drinks because it's technically zero sugar. So basically what you're saying is that I live a healthy lifestyle? According to this study. Thank you. I guess that you do. Also, foods like salted peanuts, baked salmon, and rice with beans were also associated with gains between 10 and 15 minutes of life. Literally, I have salmon and rice for every meal. Oh, my God, wait. This is crazy. Like, I am the healthiest person alive. I'm going <laughs> to live forever. Wood. Oh, my God, stop. Knock on wood. No, wait. I'm shook. Yeah. Salmon and rice? Oh my God, and I had chili last night. I'm sorry, I forgot to bring it to you. <gasps> I forgot. Ben made a fucking heavenly ass chili. But you know what? How That's dare. what I'm having for lunch. How dare you? How do you eat chili? I heat it up mm-hmm. and then I add a little cheese, sour cream. But I'm saying you just put chili on the spoon. Like you don't have rice. Or... I put chili on the spoon with so, a little sour cream and cheese. Yeah. I eat it with Tostitos. Yeah, like a dip. I'm, I'm sure it's literally like 30 times worse for you. Eating a chili or even like taco meat on a, on a Tostito, like a crunchy scoop. Actually, I prefer the bite size, but you know what I'm saying. Is so heavenly. Like we said, healthiest person alive. <laughs> no, I just want to say, like, for all the people who, like, look down on me for my eating habits, joke's on you, bitch. Because the, what organization was this? This was um, the Michigan. The Michiganites approve of my lifestyle. The University of Michigan School of Public Health. Thank you, U of MSPH. Yeah, but you know what? This really doesn't account for, like, getting hit by a car. And, no, like, of course not. Uh, like, so I'm sure... That's why all these things are so irrelevant. They're like, so irrelevant. And you know what? I have to say Does one. it account for, like, terminal illnesses? No. No. It's just, like, it... I think In it, an ideal world, if a person never left the house and, like, was in an incubator, like, yes. It just, yes. It, I think they're just trying to get people to understand, like, the varying effects 
I will say a hot dog is worth the 35 minutes. I was going to say, now that you know this information, like, will you think twice before picking up a hot dog? I know you love hot dogs. No, no. For every hot dog I have, I'll have a piece of fruit. And, and you hate fruit. And I've been getting more into fruit recently. Really? I haven't because of Pritikin. Like, they are so fruit-tastic. They're fruity. So it made me have, like, a new appreciation for fruit. And especially, like, in the summer, I've been having some oranges, and they're quite delectable. I just have to say, like, fruit in the summer... When I was in the Hamptons, I was sitting outside eating cherries, and I really thought, like, I could go on a diet. Like, it's so, I don't know what the right word is, like, refreshing? It's so refreshing. It's like, it's like eating water, almost. Like, it's so hydrating. You just get these, like, bursts of flavor. And when I was in Florida, like, we would order fruit plate, and they have the best, freshest produce in Florida. Mm -hmm. And, like, it was heavenly. No, I honestly think that, like, fruit should exclusively be eaten on vacation or in the summer. Yeah, so I am definitely changing my ways mm. and my, my thoughts and feelings about fruit. I, I've been enjoying an apple here and there. An apple a day? Keeps the doctor away. So, but you want to keep Dr. Fachemin nice and close. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I don't eat any apples. <laughs> no, but so if I want a hot dog, I'm going to pair it with rice and beans, fruit, and cereal. <laughs> Yum. I've actually really been getting into cereal. It's a great L- loophole. I know what... You think considers a bowl of cereal a snack or a meal? I think most people consider it a meal. I think that's insane. Like, it's a snack. Well, I guess, like, if it's part of a balanced breakfast, then you also have, like... A banana. A OJ. Yeah, so if you're just eliminating those items and you're just having that, maybe it's a snack. I think it's how much cereal you put in the bowl. And if you drink the milk. Like, if... I just want to say, like, if you drink your milk out of the cereal bowl, please never in your life address me or look me in the eyes because you and I... Have beef. You have processed beef. That's going to take 35 minutes off your life. And if I literally was sitting at a, the dining room table with Ben and he was, we were eating cereal and he started to slurp his bowl. You would get up, pack your bags. And go. Yeah. So just wanted to put that out there. Not to be dramatic or anything. No. Are you ready for a fifth and final story? No. But, but you're about to be. Now I am. It's, it's the, the final story. Fucking stunning. Wow, you never curse. Really? I feel like I curse so much. Say it again. Fucking stunning. No, you only curse when you're like having a Cleveland day, which I was on the verge of having here today. Honestly, I can't even differentiate Cleveland days from non-Cleveland days because every day for the last year and a half has been a Cleveland day. Or it has Cleveland-like elements. No, that would make it a positive day. Remember when New York and Cleveland were having beef on the internet? Were they? Yeah, like... Um, yes, the New York, New York um, like the official New York account account for like the mayor or like the government or something posted like a bad day in New, New York, York is, is better, better than a great day in Cleveland. Like, like shut. That's actually not true at no, all. That's actually not true. Have at you all. been to Cleveland? And it's then, like, delightful. Cleveland came back strong. Good. And it was just a really crazy time. Did you see that that monstrous animal Cuomo left his dog behind because yeah. he officially resigned? Yeah, I was gonna say today we have a new governor today. Oh yeah, I know nothing about her. Got a it's a her, right? Yeah, 
Gotta, gotta research. Yeah, I don't know anything about her either. I just know she's not Cuomo, and so that's really exciting. Cuomo no mo. Cuomo no mo. But seriously, justice for the dog. Like, what happened? Justice and for the dog. Justice for the dogs. Uh, as if, like, Cuomo's, like, public approval rating couldn't go down more. Like, the dogs, really? Like. Sick. Disgusting. Twisted. You also saw that story I sent you about the dogs in Australia. <gasps> I really don't want to talk about it. Okay, but if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, just Google Australia dogs. Trigger alert. It's not been a good week for the dogs. Trigger warning. Seriously, it's a really fucking sad, like horrible, horrific story. So, but I won't talk about it. Okay. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? Oh. <laughs> it's the final story. Do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> Yeah, I'm ready. Oh, I love that fucker. <laughs> okay, finally for the motherfucking final story. Jesus Christ. Instagram is retiring the swipe up. Yeah. Instead, we will have link stickers starting August 30th. The swipe up will be no more. Instagram is planning to retire the feature, which allows people to visit external websites by swiping up. Instead, you will get a swipe up. I'm sorry, a link click sticker, just like, you know. A white box. Yeah, when you're like shopping, you can like tap the product. There'll be tappable stickers and stories that take people to external websites. They think it'll, you know, streamline the creative process. And more so, which I read at the bottom of the article, it's like, when you have a swipe up on your story, people can't respond to it. Okay, so. So the stickers would solve that, and I think, but like. I mean, I have my responses off regardless, and I just, I don't think every story requires a response. No, so that's the thing. So a lot of people here are like, this is literally a, an update nobody fucking asked for. Like, there's so many other things we want on Instagram. If it's not broke, like, why are we fixing it? It seems so random. And I guess, like, the only, the only issue people have with the swipe ups is that Usually, if you want to respond to someone's messages, you literally swipe up and the message thing comes up. But if there's a link, there's no way to do that. And I just feel like we could have solved this very, very small, irrelevant problem that doesn't really affect a lot of people in a different way. Like, I think that the swipe ups are great. I don't know if this button I've been like reading like what people think about it, like their reactions on social media. And people either think it's going to like skyrocket engagement or completely deplete it. And a lot of people's businesses like rely on those swipe up links. Yeah, I honestly don't think it will like make that much of a difference and I'm sure eventually it'll be like oh I can't believe we ever said swipe up when yeah it's just, but it's just crazy how like swipe up has become such a part of the jargon so if you're making a video now and you still have and you have and you don't have swipe ups but you have the sticker what are you gonna say like tap through or no, people are probably still gonna say swipe link. up people are probably still gonna say swipe up for a while like yeah but it's just gonna be like tap the link tap the link in my story I like hate that yeah swipe up was just like fun and funny and cute yeah so end of an era for swipe ups and it just seems like so random. Like, I just feel like every day we come on here and we talk about like features on Instagram that we wish we were better. Like, we're always talking about that. And then they just come out with this like, what? Yeah. Like, nobody was complaining about this whatsoever. No. I'm sure it's like for their internal purposes of like engagement and keeping people addicted to their app. Like, it's, yeah. there's something beneficial here. But Instagram like really is slowly driving away like creators. Like, because I know a lot of creators who are like younger are just like getting growing so much faster on like TikTok and making so much more money from the creator fund. And Instagram announced like a couple of weeks ago that they were like dedicating a billion dollars to creator funds, like paying creators. But it's not the same way that like TikTok and YouTube does it. It's not through ads. It's like 
go live and get a badge. It's like a game. It's like silly. Like they're really not investing in creators. And I just feel like a lot of the young people who want to become like famous on Instagram, they're going to start going to other platforms. Hmm. We shall see. We'll see what the youths are up to. Also, before I get into the Bachelor in Paradise recap, I wanted to just talk about, because I watched Nine Perfect Strangers. Oh, but I haven't seen it yet, and I actually will watch it. Okay. Can we wait? There's only the first three episodes out. Um, Okay. I just want to say, I am so glad I didn't read the book, because I'm enjoying the show, and I usually don't enjoy both. And people were like, you should read it for your wellness retreat. I'm so fucking glad that I didn't, because obviously, like, this wellness retreat in Nine Perfect Strangers is spooky and like extremely nefarious and questionable mm. and it would have made me so nervous to already go like to a retreat by myself where I didn't know what to expect and like in the in the show like they take the the people's blood when they get there but they did that at my retreat too and like I it was normal because they needed to like measure your health levels and stuff. I'm dead we like we got blood work all the time it was actually like you know to see your cholesterol and your blood it's work, right, like, right right all it's this helpful. stuff it was like and so if I had read the book and then I saw they were taking my blood, I would have been like, I would have left. Totally. So I'm really enjoying it. You should watch it. I'm going to. It's really good. It's a good cast and it's good. Okay. So tell me what happened on Bachelor in Paradise. Okay. And I just want to say, like, I think that we should do Dear Toasters tomorrow because we're doing like so well with what's going on. There was crazy construction noises like right before we started and we were nervous. And I just don't want to push our luck. I feel like yeah. you tell me Bachelor in Paradise and then we'll solve Tomorrow's problem tomorrow. I agree. Okay. Okay. Bachelor in Paradise. So like I said, like there are some really strong couples. Demi came down the stairs yesterday and uh, she took Brendan on a date. Mm -hmm. Brendan had been vibing with Natasha like a lot. And so Natasha was kind of freaking out while he was on the date. Like just because like Demi like came in like really hot and like, you know, energetic and I'm going to steal your man to everyone. And so she was nervous. But then also while Brendan was gone, there started like this rumor going around about him that like he had been dating Piper before. She's not on the show yet. You know, I actually heard that. So Natasha like knows Brendan's on the date. Oh, and he's dating Piper, like kind of waiting for her to come, I guess. And everyone's like, Brendan's a player. Brendan's a player. But we haven't heard anything from Brendan. Brendan goes on his date with Demi. I think they have a really good time. And then like she wants to, you know, talk about like, where things are going to go. And he's sort of like, I want to keep my options open. Like, you know, this isn't it for me pretty, mm-hmm. pretty much. And she was like so angry and like embarrassed and she felt rejected. And she was like throwing a temper tantrum the Ooh. whole rest of the episode. It was a really bad look. I, I don't know anyone who like came off the episode like feeling favorably, more favorably towards, towards Demi, Demi than they did the last time they saw her on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little like, I think even weird that she's in paradise. I think it is too. What's really weird about this season is like, because it's Matt's girls are like the new girls and they're like, but Peter's girls are also, this is also their paradise. We skipped season. a year. But like to, when you're watching the show, Peter's girls are just completely overlooked. And it's like, Got it. so, so for Colton's girl oh, to yeah. show up, it's just like, Oh no. And so now I'm like even extra worried for Becca Kufrin to come. Like there is nobody room for, for her. her. There's no room for her. There's no one. There's no room for anyone before Peter season. Like I, I swear. Interesting. Because like that's how much like this like this it, turnover nation. Like they just want like what's hot. Mm-hmm. The 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 contestants within themselves. They don't want yeah. someone's old, you know, stale eight hundred thousand followers who are no longer engaged. Totally. I want your fresh five hundred K. Totally. So it's just really interesting and I, I don't think I think Demi really um came off quite terribly last night wow yeah she was just like throwing a fit the whole rest of the day and like so upset with brendan that like 
he even went on the date with her like but he went to explore that's a really frustrating part of watching these shows is like the suspense of no not the suspense like there's no common sense Mm -hmm. like everyone's acting like we're not on an island and we haven't known each other for four days like she knows she's just like mad because she played the whole thing wrong she came in she wanted to go out with brendan i guess he's like one of the Hot hottest guys there and not only is he into someone else like he's not Two. into you and he might be into piper and she made the wrong choice and like that was your one date and the boys have the roses this week like you played yourself yeah so she was just sort of like being crazy about that but then Nat- brendan eventually comes back and everybody's talking about brendan but it's like what does brendan have to say like we know brendan from Tasha's season like brendan is a pretty a good, good guy. guy what does brendan have to say and he said like he had dated pipers before the show but out of like everyone and even with his date with demi like he's feeling natasha the most oh my god i, I really love Natasha. so like he didn't lie and like that was true and i also feel like every single person there was like talking before the show or even dating before the show because the way that they're all so connected already it's like we missed the falling in love part okay i completely agree and i feel like back in the day when we used to watch bachelor in paradise Justice for joe and samantha yes it was like the worst thing you could do and now just like with social media and like how bachelor like the producers they're always like bringing people together like people are always doing events and then they're going on like there's just so many opportunities that you would meet someone who would be on paradise so now it doesn't seem like a big deal at all but yes joe and samantha like like they want to make a big deal that like he was talking to piper but it's like i could i feel as though some of these couples you're you were talking before too and you just got lucky that you're all first week people yes because everybody had the person that they were already like going for so Brendan and Natasha are in a so good So you're spot. saying it feels like predetermined almost? Yeah, like all these conversations already happened and like there's no room, like, I don't know. It just, yeah, it feels like everyone's been talking for now two years. Like they know exactly what they want. Like there is no like, I'm going to talk to him and then him and I don't know who I like more. Like it's right. just like, I like him. Yeah. We're getting engaged. What happened with grocery store Joe and Serena? Oh, they were totally quiet this season. Okay. This episode, nothing happened. He gave her his rose, like they're going strong. But next week, someone comes down and takes Serena on a date. Oh. Um, so Brennan and Natasha are good, and I'm so happy for them, and it's all good there. Then Ivan and Jis- So who gives Demi a rose? Just wait. Ivan and Jasenia went on a one-on-one. They got, like, the first official, cu- like, of a couple one-on-one, not, like, someone coming down with a date card. And, like, they're, oh, they're getting engaged. Like, okay. they're everything of the sort. Like, they were so fucking cute. Like, they are going all the way. Okay. I really believe that. And okay. also, like, based on the previews, I don't know why. I feel like I remember them being together. So, okay. good. So cute. So there's, like, a lot of love happening so far already. Like, couples that you could really feel like are getting engaged. Like, How's Abigail and Noah? So strong. We okay. didn't hear anything from them. Okay. Like, that he gave her the rose. Kenny and Mari are going so strong. I don't like that couple, but okay. I like them. He gave her the rose. Um, <clears throat> everyone who you saw, like, got that rose. And then Victoria P. Okay. She was the drama. Well, she was the drama on her season two. And she, like, got away with actually being, like, sneaky, yeah, like. Yeah, but, like, so she when she came on her season, like, I think I had her picked for my top four. Like, I thought this girl was going places. Like, and it's just been such a fall for Victoria P. Yeah. And last night, she fell even was further. Was no different. <laughs> so, basically, there's this guy. His name is James. He's from Katie's season, I think. So, we don't know okay. him. But he seems really cute and nice, whatever. And he's really into Victoria P. And he's made that clear. And she is, like you know just giving him like enough to want to get his rose but in her confessionals she can't remember his name <gasps> she's like what's his name uh, jason oh my Jordan. god over and over and even when she's talking to the other girl she's like oh what's his name 
can't remember his name she's literally saying in her confessionals like that she just wants a rose and that like she'll stick with James in order to get it meanwhile like he's really into her and then Tammy comes through love Tammy Tammy comes through and lets us know that Victoria P has a boyfriend in Nashville an aspiring country singer who she is here just to like you know be on the show and then bring cameras back home to help her boyfriend get famous what how does Tammy know that Tammy, like, I guess, like, people know it, and Victoria P. lives in Nashville, and Kelsey lives in Nashville, and Tammy goes, and- Who? Kelsey, our girl. Oh, our girl. She doesn't live in Iowa anymore? No. She moved to Nashville. So, the night of the rose ceremony, it really feels like everything's buttoned up, because everybody knows who they're going to give their roses to, except um, James is probably going to give it to Victoria P., but they're the least strong couple, because she literally doesn't know his name and can't fucking stand him. So that leaves Kelsey and Demi open to go home. Kelsey, Demi, Victoria Queen. Oh, right. Serena C. Serena C, made, she's from Matt James' season. You thought she was a mean girl? Yeah, she, she was. Made, she made a last-ditch effort to go after Tammy's man, but, like, Tammy has her shit in check. Like Tammy's on lock. Ta- no, Tammy is on lock. I was so... <laughs> Who's in- Tammy's man? Tammy, I think his name is Aaron, and... She just, like, from the day she got to the beach, she's like, I like Aaron. Now they're, like, engaged. Fabulous. And then, like, Serena C went after him and, like, made out with him. And I was like, oh, Serena C's giving Tammy a run for her money. Tammy comes back around, literally straddles her <laughs> man, starts making out with him, like, while also going to James. Like, this whole evening, she's... She's she, booked and busy. She, she has her man on lock. And she's also <laughs> letting James, like, she's... She's spitting truths. Spitting truths. So she tells James about Victoria P. And he's, like shocked he spent like the last few days like totally invested in this girl was going to give her this rose and like what's the truth and tammy says kelsey lives in nashville too and like she knows this to be true as well so then kelsey's talking to james and like she's like feels so bad to have to like tell him that this is what's true but like she's also, she's also like are you okay and i'm like what rose about? i'm like rose rose what i'm right on top of that rose what about kelsey and james right so then james finally goes and talks to victoria p and's like they told me this, is this true? And she's literally gaslighting the fuck out of him. She's like, you're being so aggressive. Like, he's literally just sitting there saying, is this true? Like, she really thought she was doing something. I think she realized quickly she, she, was wasn't. Doing, she was doing nothing. So she, like, tries to, like, talk her way around it for a while, talks to the other girls. Like, I thought, I love you guys. How Like, you don't fucking love them. So we already know you're a liar if you're saying that. And then she leaves. She's just, like, she can't, she leaves. And in the car, she's, like, talking about how, like, no, like, you know, just saying, like, platitudes of words about how, like, she's, you know, they, this drama, blah, blah, blah. And at the end, she goes, I don't need to be here to look for something that I already have at home. Oh, so she was lying. So she admitted it. Yeah. Oh, my God. What a loser. Beyond. Beyond. Like, that's so embarrassing. Like, you got <laughs> caught. I'm crying. Beyond losery. So then James's rose is the only rose in contention, really. And does he give it to Demi? And Kelsey, you know, is being herself. And she was just like, you know... I would like your rose like she's just being like really cute mm-hmm. and sweet talking to James and Demi is like watching her being like Kelsey's so desperate blah, blah blah and then Demi goes and has a conversation with James and is like you know I want your rose and he's like yeah I'm, what tonight's gonna be a friendship rose like whoever I give it to and she's like you only want to be friends and it's like you literally didn't even know this guy before two minutes ago and then she's like are we gonna have sex oh! and so in the rose ceremony he gave his rose to Demi. I Ugh. believe it was producers who made him do so. Yeah. Because, like, she, you know, will cause drama and everything. Yeah. So Kelsey went home. Serena C. went home. Queen Victoria went home. It was time for Queen Victoria, and it was time for Serena C. But, like, 
yet again, like Kelsey, I feel like she's this great girl who gets overlooked on these shows just because she's not like annoying and thirsty and like, can I play for a chat? Like, yeah. But the thing is, is that I really can't watch a show. And honestly, I think it has a lot to do with Demi. Like, first of all, she had this like storybook ending on her time on Bachelor in Paradise. It was this national story. It was this like finally great moment for Bachelor Nation. And like, I do think that like, she was, I don't know where I heard this once, but it's so funny and it's the best way to describe it. Like someone told Demi Burnett she was America's sweetheart and she believed it. And like now she is just like on this, I think she thinks she's too good for all these people and like walking in like, oh, you don't want to date me? I'm America's sweetheart. No, like, that's literally, she might as well have said that. And she has that attitude on social media too. And then I do think a couple months ago, there's like she was knocked the fuck down with her old tweets, which I do think like was a humbling moment for her. But I just, I don't like vibe with her at all. Like I was very much on board for like the Demi of it all when she opened up on her season and then on Bachelor in Paradise about her mom being in prison and then struggles with her sexuality. And I thought those were all great conversations to have. And now she's just striking me as annoying. Beyond. And the way she came in was reminding me of that time the Fergie twins came on yes. in their second season. They did their Bachelor in Paradise season where they skated by like for a whole year because if you gave one twin a rose, you, you, gave, got, you both. got them both. And they were just like friends with everyone. And then they came back the next year towards the end and like were so disgusting towards everyone. No, like, they we're th- better you think than you're everyone. A queen, like- and that was the energy that Demi was giving me. And it's like, it, it, to, to this group of people, She's pretty irrelevant and like she's old and news. she was like, um, and I don't even know the ages comparatively, but yeah, she's old news. Like she she's had her next season, she right? Had, no, she's Colton season. Okay. She had her time. And she, she had her time. She was like asking Brendan, like, what's your story? You're from Tasha season. I didn't watch like, sure. So how do you know it's from Tasha season? Well, like maybe he's like, I don't know. No, she's just too, she's too cool. Too cool to know you and so like now she lives to another two weeks because next week the girls have the rose and like i don't i really don't know if i'll be watching honestly i don't know you really sold it like i'm hooked because last night's episode was good but then like of course like the one i don't watch but then all these couples like look locked and loaded and i mean it does look like tonight and it's interesting because like there was 10 roses so nine couples are like steadfast steadfast so it's like Whoever comes down next week, whichever girls like turn their heads, were like the ones who were maybe like not so steadfast, but we're, right. we're showing us steadfastness. Right, right, right. So like that is interesting, but I also feel like yeah, people will go and make out with other people and try and find connections, but I think they're going to kind of come back to the people that they initially that they initially vibe with. I don't know if we learned anything from Marcus and Lacey, it's that nothing is for certain. No, but like. Marcus and Lee but that's still the craziest thing to me that ever happened on that show like they were in love got married and then we never heard from them again and they were never even really married yeah no that's not what's so crazy to me but if you remember the way that they got together Roberto Robert Graham Rickard. So, oh it was Robert Graham I think so no I don't think so I think it was the guy who dated Becca Tilly yeah oh but that God, was before shook. Becca but I'm pretty sure so like Lacey it was week one Lacey was like Lacey and Robert mm-hmm. and Marcus really liked Lacey and the producers let him give his rose before Robert and he gave it to Lacey which was like so fucking random yeah and the rest is history and they were though, so cute even though they didn't work out he's married to someone else and so was she I consider it in what I saw on TV like that was a love story like goodbye Next. and they got married at the next season yeah. like and yeah. then it turned out they were never married no, but like i don't care about what happened after the tv show yeah. i care about what on the, the content 100%. no that know? was a great turn of events yeah um well i don't know i'm like kind of feeling like now i want to watch um 
I don't know if I'll watch tonight. I'll see where I'm at. But it just sort of felt like I've seen this show. Yeah. I think I've seen this film before. And I didn't like the ending. Okay. I mean, I'm feeling really good. It's so quiet. Should we do Dear Toasters? Sure. Because you never know what tomorrow will bring. No, totally. But like the construction outside has really quieted down. All right, Dear Toasters. Our advice segment which is brought to you by Pura Vida and a Powell brand that's all about comfort, fun, and living life to the fullest. You could shop now and give back with Pura Vida, one of the coolest apparel and accessory brands out there. They're always giving back and it's always been at the core of what they do. Pura Vida was started by two California surfers who went to Costa Rica and fell in love with the art and laid back lifestyle. They began partnering with Costa Rican artisans to create beautiful braided bracelets, selling millions each year. So they're known for their beautiful braided bracelets that are handmade by artisans and the string bracelets that are unisex, fully adjustable and wax coated so they're 100% waterproof so if you have an active lifestyle much like we do you gotta check it out all their jewelry is super affordable with bracelets starting at six dollars and rings starting at twelve dollars and it's great if you love to stack rings because you can buy a bunch and they're super affordable so you don't have to shell out a ton of money they also have buttery soft 100% cotton t-shirts and hoodies including graphic t-shirts and crop t-shirts. Their colorful fun backpacks include tie-dyed and leopard print and you get free stickers with every order. Plus, in addition to just being fabulous jewelry, bracelets, backpacks, things that you just need, they're also clothing with a cause. You can shop their charity collections and 5% of your purchase price is given back to charities that support things like ocean and land conservation. They've donated over $3.5 million to charity and they also have hassle-free returns on all their clothing. So keep an eye out for their fall clothing and jewelry line that are launching this August. Make sure to get it. And if you want a code, Pura Vida looks good and it does good. So get to to get 20% off your Pura Vida order, text TOAST to 38817. That's T-O-A-S-T to 38817 to get 20% off at Pura Vida. Terms apply available at puravitabracelets.com slash terms. Again, that's TOAST. Text it to 38817. All right. <clears throat> Dear Toasters, our advice segment, where if you're ever feeling like you need some advice from two of your favorite gals, email us, toasters at gmail.com, and we will keep you anonymous. Don't worry. Dear Claudia and Jackie, first and foremost, I've always loved tuning into the toast, but something about these episodes in 2021 lately have me in stitches laughing. Mm -hmm. Thank you. you. My write-in isn't asking for advice, but absolutely feels like something you guys would love to unpack and maybe even help solve a mystery. I was inspired by the Tel Aviv poop coverage to tell you this. If you guys remember, we reported that in cities like Tel Aviv, they're testing DNA samples. Like if you leave your poop on the street from your dog, from your dog, (laughs) not from you, they'll send you a ticket. Okay. I went to high school in New Jersey and our animal print themed homecoming dance in 2011. Someone pooped on the dance floor. My school didn't have a proper auditorium. We had a convertible cafeteria slash auditorium, the cafetorium, as we called it. Without disclosing the name of the school or any other alumni watching or listening to this episode, they will know the history of the story from these details. We were all on the makeshift dance floor having a grand old time and the set, the set, And all of a sudden, we had to actually evacuate the dance floor. Evacuate the dance floor. She had to evacuate the dance floor and have a janitor come clean up the poop on the floor. It wasn't diarrhea or anything that would have made you think someone was sick or lost control, but it's a mystery that plagues our hometown, and people still discuss it. I wish we could have a DNA test that that poop. Do you think it was a girl in a dress or a guy who got it out of his pant leg? (laughs) 
Can you offer a, a reward to anyone who can tell the truth about this? Sincerely, who pooped on the floor 10 years ago? Well, see, I didn't really understand why you were writing in until this moment. New Jersey, we have a very big tri-state area audience. And At I one point, like we were the biggest podcast in New Jersey, but they haven't run that report since. 2018. So we're, we're still technically the biggest podcast in New raining, Jersey. Reigning queens of New Jersey. So I just, I appreciate you putting this out there because there's nothing obviously we can do to solve it except use our platform for good and not evil. So if you went to this high school and you obviously know this ill-fated story of the duty on the floor and you know who did it, I have to imagine it was a girl in a dress. Neither. I don't think it was a girl in a dress and I don't think it was through a boy's pant legs. I think a boy pulled his pants down and shot on the floor. You know what actually I'm thinking now? Someone would have seen that. Maybe I feel like, like these kids were getting hot and heavy. I feel like it was a prank. Or yeah, someone pooped elsewhere, brought it in. Or it was dog poop that they like put in a bag and dropped on the floor. Yeah, I agree. It's a prank for it, sure. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Hello, I'm in a pickle and I'm hoping you ladies can help. I got engaged a few weeks ago, finally, and my boyfriend did a great job with securing a photographer to take photos of the proposal. Here's the issue. We got the photos back and they are incredibly disappointing. They look like my 60-year-old mother took them on an iPhone 5. They are incredibly zoomed in, even though the background was a very beautiful beach, and there is a railing slash fence blocking the big down on the knee moment. There also aren't any photos of the setup and the decor, the flowers, the photos of us. I'm not sure if this person had ever photographed a proposal before but I can't believe we have no postable photos from this I'm so upset but I also feel like I can't let my fiance know I'm disappointed because I know he did his best finding a photographer and planning it all attached is the photo it's not good any thoughts should I reach out to the photographer and ask if she has any more photos I'm worried my fiance will notice I'm not posting the photos or displaying them in our house help okay I have a few things I want to say okay I see this photo we can't post it on our Instagram because I don't want it's not great I feel like you could find an editor to remove that railing, first of all. Not really. Second of all, it is worth noting that like a lot of the pictures you see of other people's proposals on social media are reenacted. So if you wanted to go back down there with another photographer, even just like your iPhone and like your friend who's tech savvy, wear the same outfits and like get a bottle of champagne, you could redo it. It, of course, is worth reaching out to the woman or man and asking if they have more photos. Just like, can you send all of the, you know, the drafts? Yeah, this is really, really frustrating. At first, I was like, okay, the photos aren't great, but like, you know what? I don't, like, I thought I had good photos. Now I look back on them. I'm like, that's a big leg. (laughs) (laughs) So, but now after like the way that you're describing it, like I would be so incredibly frustrated. Definitely ask the photographer for every single picture that she took. In there, you should be able to find one. I don't think you need to go and reenact the pictures. If you want to have an engagement shoot so that you have more pictures, you should go and do that. Because, like, they did capture, like, the moment of surprise. And, and what's the point in paying for a high-class photographer no, 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 if you're be, getting blurry railings? I would be so fucking pissed. Like, Me too. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I think I would even, like, just call and, like, be a little rude and and honest because but you're on the water where's the beach where's the sun no no that's so horrible like don't like go no well congratulations that's really all that matters you got engaged i know but like and you look so happy really bothers me it's very bothersome ask for more photos do the most with what you find the best one edit some stuff out add a filter jackie oflow jackieoflow.com yeah um and do an engagement shoot. You can get, yeah. you can reenact. Engagement shoots are great because you wear white and you have nice pictures for your wedding website and whatever other assets. But then you can also turn, put this dress back on, go down to the beach and get a fake proposal no, photo. Like, no one needs to know it's fake. Take your engagement pictures there and be totally dolled up. By the way, my engagement photos are at the same place I got engaged and we did a fake proposal. 
Yeah. Because it's just good to have more picks. It is good to have more picks. This is frustrating, but not the end of the world. So, like, you know, find something that you like, get it up, and then move on to the next phase of the engagement process. Don't harp on this. Don't get all verklempt. Yeah. All right, third and final one. Hey, Jackie and Claudia, huge fan over here. Can't believe I finally have something to write in about after listening to y'all dole out amazing advice for months. I'm recently dating a new guy, and he's the sweetest. We hit it off as soon as we met and have been hanging out casually dating for two-ish months. Flashback to our first date. He chose a restaurant. It was great, but long story short, when the bill came, he didn't even offer to pay. After it sat there for a minute, I suggest we split it, and he didn't object. I didn't really mind at all. At the time, but after thinking about it, I'm a little peeved that he picked the restaurant, something more upscale than I would have chosen for the first date, and then didn't even offer to cover the bill. Now, fast forward to us going out more regularly, going to bars with friends and ordering takeout. If he covers anything, I'll always receive a Venmo request to split. Or if we're at a bar, he'll say, I'll get this round and you can grab the next. I really like this guy and I don't see this standing in the way of pursuing something more serious, but am I wrong for thinking it's weird or is this completely normal? My friends are kind of split. Is it old-fashioned to me to think that when you're dating someone new that they would want to cover the little things like drinks or even the first date? I'm adding in here that I know we can never know another person's financial situation, but I'm 100% sure he makes more money than me. And I also know that I can pay for my own things, but it also feels good to have someone offer to buy drinks or little things here and there. I would love an honest opinion from you guys about how to handle this or if I should just leave it be. Any words of wisdom would be appreciated. I just want to say when you were not here, I did Dear Toasters with Tyler Cameron and we had a similar prompt. And I just want you to know how offended he was. He was like, I will pay for everything until we're 97. It's like not even a dating phase. So it's a guy thing and a girl thing because I'm I'm not okay with this. Okay, I'm not okay with this. I just want to say like the, the there are people who would be fine with this. Like it's really a personal preference. So you're asking our personal preference. Yes, and we are strong independent business women who want other men to pay for our things who like to be taken care of and treated sometimes especially at the beginning of a relationship and it's not about how much money he does or doesn't make if he's taking you on a first date take you to mcdonald's if 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 he can't swing the upscale restaurant this bill is by what himself. i said with tyler it's Satan. not about it's not about rich or poor it's about being cheap yeah no. then you could be very you could be hella poor and incredibly generous and you can be very rich and cheap as shit it's not about money no it's not about money and if whatever half the bill was at the upscale restaurant he could have spent that at a different restaurant so like for him to choose an upscale restaurant and then not like that is just a behavior that I find offensive personally and then also to like Venmo your partner for things that are like not you know like we're splitting the groceries today and we're you got the toilet paper and like household items like drinks at the bar like fucking treat you like you deserve it I'm sorry I know it's like old-fashioned I guess but like some things you know it wouldn't it would be it, it, would it wouldn't be nice. kill us it wouldn't kill us to uphold so no, I just want I completely agree with you I'm a progressive woman but I believe in chivalry and I'm sorry like I don't think women should pay for stuff like I'm sorry and especially at the beginning of the relationship eventually you get to a point where it's like equal partners equal building partners, a life I know what you make you know what I make so like I'm not you know it is what it is but in the beginning, like, you're being courted. Yeah. And I'm sorry. I'm sure some people are not going to agree, but that's fine. That's fine. I, you should date that guy. Yeah, right. Exactly. There, There's a pot for every cupboard. But, if, but it's like, if, the, if that bill comes and, like, he doesn't pick it up and that, like, gives you a pit a little bit, then, like, then that's a problem. And it's okay if you're... Then that's a problem in the... Not with you, but, like, then maybe you guys are financially incompatible. No, and maybe you're now identifying, like... 
that you want a guy who courts you in the beginning. Like maybe you didn't know that because it always happens and it's like, a you oh, hypothetically, yes. But I don't know. I just feel like you shouldn't be ashamed of the fact that you want to be courted. I think it's very natural. And I think like in our culture, because we're, we are striving for equality, this is like a loophole. Like I'm striving for equality too, but like not on the first date. No. And also I just think like as women, like we need to hold men to a higher standard. Like, Agreed. The bar is so the low. The bar is so low. And I think if we all band together and we don't pee on the toilet seat and we do insist that men pay, especially at the beginning of a relationship, like that's the bare minimum, like then we're helping all women because then the next girl doesn't have to sit there with the check in between the table being like, the fuck do I do with no, this? Totally. When you were on your first date with Zach, did you like make the move? Like, Ugh. you know what? I don't think I did. That, that I did. I don't remember. It's so long ago. I know. Well, four score and seven years ago. I remember it's, it's like a thing and it's like, you don't want to be like a girl who's like expecting it. So you want to be nice and be like, Oh, do you want to split? But ideally the person Mm -hmm. says no. And then, yeah, I think that sometimes you want to be the person that's expecting it. Say that again? I like, you just said like you, you lean, like you lean for the wallet just to like not pretend like you're not expecting it. But like, that if that's your expectation that the man pays for the first date, then don't lean for your wallet. No, I guess, but like you just don't want to be like a chaza. I don't know. No, like you asked me out. Totally. Even though I like begged you to. <laughs> you chose this restaurant. Yeah. Yeah, I think I chose it. No, for sure, for sure. Like you're yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess that I, I, is conflicting because I'm I'm of the mindset where you should like pretend to reach for your wallet, but of course the guy's I gonna guess, say like, no. Now that I, I talk like such a big game. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure I paid for my first date. No yeah. kidding. Um, I'm sure that I did like pretend. I'm yeah. sure. But you know what? Now that like in thinking back, I just think you need to like stand firm in the things that are important to you. And like if it were today and I was going on a first date, I would not reach for my wallet. Yeah. I also am just like so curious how this goes in homosexual relationships. Like I think that actually is a really interesting conversation. We should all come to the card, come to the table and show all of our cards. Like what are the rules? Yeah. But, but there are no rules because everybody's different. Everybody ex- expects different things. That's true. In hetero relationships or homosexual relationships. So like you have to I don't to know just, why I said homosexual. I sound like a <laughs> nine-year-old gay. You have to just. Homosexual. Like heterosexual. What the fuck? It's not a textbook. You have to just like you, you know. Do what's, what's comfortable. Do what's comfortable for you. So yeah. I ju- but I do feel like I don't like this like Venmo. And it's because it's making you feel weird. If you didn't care, great. That's what you care about. But like you feel weird about it. So like run with that. Like lean into your feelings. You're entitled to feel how you feel. Yeah, I agree. But it's a thing. Like it is a thing. Is a thing. But also sometimes like you maybe just like share your expectations and maybe you'll be like, oh, I didn't know. Maybe my last girlfriend insisted we go Dutch. Right. Maybe I don't want to offend your female intelligence right. or right. whatever. So like at least give him the chance of being like, you know, it would be nice to be taken care of sometimes, you know. Or you just don't like always stop have... answering the Venmo requests. Yeah. Block him. If he we... starts like following up. Notifications. Yeah. Then it's time to separate. Yeah. But I think first, if it bothers you, but you really like this guy, try saying something. No, I feel like you should try just like not responding to the Venmos anymore, not offering, hey, can you go get us a drink? I know, but you know, the thing about relationships is communication. Okay, is but key. they're only two months in. They don't have to communicate yet. Okay, but you could try Claudia's way first. And if still, like, you're getting re notified. You will know what this guy's deal is if you don't respond to one Venmo request and see if he'll send you a follow up. Yeah. You will know. Then he's not doing it for his Dutch ex. He's doing it because he's cheap. Yeah. And he, yeah. There's nothing worse than a person who's cheap. No. And that's different 
than not how having, much money you have. Yes. Agreed. So that's that on that. That was Dear Toasters. Thank you so much to everyone who wrote in. Deartoasters at gmail.com if you want to write in. And also Deartoasters at gmail.com if we have given you some sage advice and you used it or you didn't use it. We want to hear what happened. We'd like a follow-up email. So do that. Follow up with us. Yes, please do. We shall see you tomorrow for hump day. Hopefully we'll get some do brewer crew mm, in the joint. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Morning Toast, the longest episode of all time. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the Morning Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe because video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeart Radio, Castbox, all the places where you listen to podcasts. Find us Morning Toast. Leave a five star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. And if you're still here, please leave a hot dog emoji on our most recent Instagram account because like hot dogs are good for you. Yeah. And don't let the CDC or Justice whoever Justice for hot is. dogs live your life. It Bye. just be, will be 35 minutes shorter. <laughs>